Welcome to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. We talk about the intersection of parenting and technology. Everything you need to know about raising kids in the digital age. This is Parenting Bites. Hi, welcome to Parenting Bites. This is Rebecca Levy of Kids Views. I'm here in the studio today with Amy Oztan of Amy Ever After. Hello. Hi, Amy. And on Skype with us today is Andrea Smith, our technology guru, who took way Hello. too long to figure out how to get on and Skype. <laughs> how many pairs of headsets does it take? I know. We might have to like rescind your guru thing right now, Andrea. Oh We're going to have to good old plug and play earbuds save the day. Um, so today on the show, we thought since it's summer, we would talk about travel. Since I think this is when most people take at least a road trip. You're, you're doing something mm-hmm. this summer, um, whether you're doing a day trip, a weekend trip, a staycation. That counts. We staycated this week. Um, and dig in. And I know we're going to do a different kind of travel show. We're going to cover gadgets and apps and maybe a few other things, and then we'll have our bites of the week. So I thought we would jump right in because Andrea, you are still our gadget girl, even though your Bluetooth <laughs> headphones wouldn't work. So let's jump in and talk about cool new travel gadgets because I do think there are things out there that can make your life just a whole lot easier. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's certain things that whether it's summer, family vacation, whatever I'm doing, there's just certain gadgets you have to have. And that's power, right? Because everything we're doing is power. Um, everything we're doing, your battery runs out during the day, you want to charge up your tablet, your headphones. Um, and Amy, I know you even just went out and bought a new little portable portable battery there. I did. Well, actually, not a little one, a big one that can, can recharge your phone like five or six times. Yeah, aren't those amazing? Yeah, that's like an all-day thing for a family. I should have yeah. gotten that for my daughters before they headed to camp. They have like a little battery-powered charger. Oh. You know, like that oh. literally takes four AA. That's oh, no. so funny. You got, well, so my, my favorite thing in the world, and this isn't even a new gadget, it's called uh, the Travel Rockstar from Belkin. So it's great when you're traveling, you go into a hotel, you know, there's never enough outlets in that hotel room for you to plug your stuff in or to plug your chargers in. So it's got, uh, it adds two or three extra AC ports and then it's got a USB port on it. So you can, you know, charge up your phone, charge your tablet, charge all your stuff. But what's cool about it, it also has a built-in battery. So while it's plugged in and charging your devices, it's charging itself. So then you get in the car, you get on the plane, you can still use that battery power on the go. That's cool. And I think it's so necessary when you travel now, especially a lot of the, if you're like older hoteling it, you know, mm-hmm. there's old, there's the stuffier hotels or sometimes like the more roadside motels, they have no power outlets. Mm-hmm. Like they have not caught up with this or there's no outlet next to your bed. No, I've had to, crazy. I have had to, to like pull the lamp. out yes, the, the night the table. table. Unplug the clock because yes. needs the clock anymore. I need the and clock. My stuff I don't like turning on my phone for the clock. If I do, I mean, if I need the outlet, need the yeah. clock is going to go. But it's awful with like the little yellow wire from the lamp uh-huh. sticking out. It's so Sometimes it's behind the bed, which is it's, really awkward. It's gross. Oh, and it's gross. It's gross. It's dirty. Yeah, it doesn't get cleaned on there. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Hotels All right, so you need, need portable on. power. You definitely yes. need power. And it's great in the hotel room, too, just so you can make it more accessible to you. Yeah. Um, the other thing you need for sure, if you're traveling out of the country, is some sort of Wi-Fi plan. I think we've talked about this a lot before. 
you know, you can get the $10 a day plan yes. or AT&T used to have a $40 a month. Um, I use something from XCOM Global. It's a little mini MiFi that they send you the day before you leave. It's ready for the country that you're going to. It gives what I love about this is it doesn't just, it's not just putting connectivity on your phone. It's a, it's a MiFi that you can share. So your whole family can connect to this one device for something like $7.77 a day. That's crazy. Yeah, that's like the thing we did in Japan. The yeah. Japanese Wi-Fi buddy. Yeah, Loved you got to have one You got to have it, especially because you are, if you're in an unfamiliar place, you want Google Maps or you want Waze and you have to have that Wi-Fi right. on the go to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I love those things. The other thing, some people, not me, I have to admit, <laughs> but some people really do like to take uh, artsy-fartsy pictures with their iPhone. <laughs> and the camera, you know, the cameras are pretty good, um, but Oloclip makes these lens sets that are really easy, convenient to, to kind of clip right on. They come with a case and then the the lenses are built in there's macro there's fisheye there's super wide so like if you're looking for landscape shots or scenery it's really nice to be able to pull back a little and get a get a nice wide angle shot um so those are a really fun gadget to bring along if your kids are into photography at all and they can play around with the fisheye lens always fun <laughs> uh what are some of the other things oh the other really fun thing that people are using um is you know drones are getting a, a little less complicated for people to use but i still don't know why you need to take a drone on vacation with you or if you'll be allowed to right <laughs> right Depending exactly on... or where are you going to fly it but there's this cute little thing um called an air selfie it's a handheld drone <laughs> and you connect it with your phone of course you fly it with your phone and it's got a built-in hd camera and hd video camera and it hovers above and you can take a selfie okay that's gonna look way cooler than dragging around a selfie stick isn't it yeah you yes. just fly it up in the air and i mean imagine you're at a family reunion out by a lake or something you know like who's the person who's going to be able to step back and get that shot of everybody this goes i think it goes 20 feet up in the air you're not going to fly this over the mountains or anything right but that's high enough to get you some it's, really great party shots absolutely it's high enough hovers it's got a five megapixel hd camera video camera say cheese and you're set to go actually i love that idea for my my brother-in-law's an event photographer i'm totally gonna tell him about that because that would be so cool for him having his assistant do while he's doing the like photography photography to get those incredible i'm thinking about like when he has to shoot like the horror you know with a jewish (laughs) wedding and it's like thousands of like you need and you get to see it flying around it'll look like a crane shot yeah Yeah. (laughs) can i tell you we were at fireworks for the fourth of july and we're watching the fireworks and out of the corner of my eye i saw these little red dots and i'm like what is that? My husband goes, those are drones. People had brought their drones to take pictures of the fireworks. I wonder if it has better lighting. Fireworks are the hardest thing to photograph. Yeah. And then you're stuck with pictures of fireworks and you're like, why did I take I always take pictures and I never do anything with them. Who cares? It's like taking pictures of the, like the dolphins at SeaWorld. Like when I was like, then you go home, you're going to look at some picture of a dolphin jumping in the air (laughs) and like, no, (laughs) you're really not. You're never going to look at that again. So those are cool gadgets. I like that idea. Yeah, what is something but, you have? You know, we saw that um, Nomo bag. Does that count as a gadget? Oh, my Ooh, gosh. The with the charging? body with the oh, charging. Oh, oh, Did that one have the charging? Or well, can you, well, you can put the unit in any of them, right? You can put the unit in it. The charging device comes separate. It's right. a charging uh, case. You put your phone right. in it, wirelessly charges. So it'll mm-hmm. turn your iPhone into a 
the ability to wirelessly charge or if you've got one of the Qi enabled phones, you put it in. And that is so cool, those Nomo bags, because you know, they've got all the pockets for your tablet, your laptop, your, um, you know, your phone, all your various and sundry things for your trip planning and charging. Yeah, but I love, they make a small crossbody that is leather and like for me, when you're traveling, you don't want to take a lot of purses. Like I know there are people who take like 25 pairs of shoes and 25 purses, but I think that's bizarre. Oh but gosh. if you can have a bag that's going to look good at night mm-hmm. because it's like a beautiful fabric, a beautiful leather. But and, it's not fancy. And not fancy, but it'll go with everything. And then you can also wear it during the day mm-hmm. so you don't look silly during the day. Um, but what I, one of the things I liked about it too is it had that inner zipper pocket that lays next to your body. So if you needed your passport, your wallet, like, because I do think, you know, the number one thing when you're traveling is pickpocketing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Somebody I know got pickpocketed at the Eiffel Tower just a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah. It's like the most pickpocketed place in the world or e- something. Yeah, everywhere. And my, people are my so My husband oblivious. lost just got it pickpocketed on a bus in Prague. Like, I saw it happen. <gasps> oh, yeah. It's just, yeah. My father-in-law got pickpocketed at the Chanel store here in New York on Fifth Avenue. Oh my, my mother-in-law saw it happening and stopped. But it was a woman who um, was like a tall, gorgeous, like leggy model, basically. Huh. Because what man isn't going to be okay with a woman like that standing close to him? <laughs> Rubbing up oh against him. Totally. <laughs> and in the Chanel store, like she looked like she fit in and totally was like, wow. yep. Which I think is hilarious. Wow. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I think those are all good like gadgety ideas and I know Amy you've got a bunch of apps yes I've got some cool apps and the first one I'm I I know a lot of people are familiar with but I've told it to enough tourists who didn't know about it that I want to mention it city mapper which is the best app for using public transportation wherever you are and it's not everywhere but it's most places Um, and the thing that I love about it is it tells you which end of the train you're supposed to be on yeah it's so so like if you're riding the subway you don't want to get off and have your entrance be all the way across the you know on the other end of the platform so I love city mapper Um, the my TSA app will tell you which airports have TSA pre-check they will give you line information about how long you're going to wait at security. That's cool. Yeah, so you know if if you need to leave a little bit early because it's crazy. So that's that's incredibly useful. And let's discuss TSA PreCheck for a second because to me, if you fly one time a year, I'm not joking. Yeah. it is worth it to you. And it if is- that place is Orlando, it is essential. <laughs> I got TSA yes. PreCheck originally just for Orlando yes. Airport. It is. $100 for five years. So for $20 a year, essentially. No, it's even better. It's, it's it, that even includes, cheaper now? Well, it, just that is $85 for five oh, years. No, no, but you're talking entry. about talking global, global entry. Yeah, yeah. Global entry. I don't global just entry. do the global entry. So global entry gets you quicker. It gets you through customs quicker and it includes pre-check. Yes, so it's crazy exactly. not to do global no, entry do global and just entry. get pre-check thrown in. Yes. Because it's like basically an extra $15 for and five years. And they just said, they just announced they are pretty much no longer going to put people who have aren't in the program in TSA pre-check Good. randomly. They're not going to do it anymore. Um, but the I paid for the line. Don't the put line. anybody else in my so line. so many people now have TSA, have uh, global entry. Yeah. Right, because they want you yeah. to because then you are pre-certified and they don't have to worry about it. But you don't take your laptop out. You don't take your shoes off. You don't even take your little dinky toiletry bag yeah. out. No, of you don't no, nothing. Have nothing. Yeah. It all stays in. They don't even have the little containers to put like all no. your stuff in because you don't take any of it out. You don't out. take out. And you don't, a lot of times in a lot of the airports, you don't go through the full body machine. You yeah. go through a metal detector. Yep. 
Um, so like but everything remember, about it is faster. Remember that when you're coming home, you know, especially if you're coming home from Europe, you still have to take off your shoes. Like you have to comply with the rules of that. Country. Sure. Oh, right. Right. When yeah. you're coming. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't work. You don't get that in Europe. Right. This is yeah. just a U.S. It's, it's just not global. But when you enter the U.S., you have a totally separate line for customs. You stick your little passport in the machine. You put your little yeah. fingerprint and then you just breeze through customs I mean, it makes a huge difference. I don't understand why everyone doesn't do it. It's so inexpensive. And a lot of credit cards, actually, that are really great, like the Chase Sapphire Reserve. Oh, they pay um, for Amex, it. They pay Amex for paid it. For they ours. reimburse the 100 bucks yep, if so you have that credit card. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and the thing with TSA PreCheck is, I believe if your kids are 12 or younger, they get pre-check with you. Like, you don't have to get pre-check for them. But global entry, they have to have it. So. Oh, but I think only if they're flying with you. Yeah, like but if you ever have kids who fly somewhere by themselves. Oh yeah, then they need it. Then, then they, they need, need it themselves. It. But if you've got pre check, they stick those kids on pre check anyway. Yeah, but yeah, they might as well. No, my cousin visited from Europe just a few weeks ago, and she did not have global entry, and her two traveling companions did, and they had to wait for her for like an hour and a half. Yeah, I would kill that person. Yeah. I'd be like, you're on your own. Yeah, she felt terrible. <laughs> like, you die. So okay. just do that. Do that. Do that. So so that's that's one. Um, and then going back to when you're planning your trip, um, there's a great uh, great. Um, thing called skip lagged where if you're looking you know how like sometimes it's cheaper it's so sneaky it's cheaper to get a one-way ticket where you're not using the entire itinerary rather than just like paying for a non-stop flight to your destination mm-hmm. so like let's say that you're going to california um and like there's a weird stop it's it, it'll get you those those sneaky fares where you're not using the last leg of your trip right. cheaper I'm explaining this badly. It's like it's like a sneaky way to book a, f- a flight. It's one like if way. you wanted to go to Vegas, and so you book it to California because the stopover is in Vegas. Yes, and you right. get Thank your butt you. off the thing. Yes, and <laughs> then you don't is. use the last leg, and often right. that's cheaper, which is ridiculous to me, than just buying the the a nonstop flight yeah. to Vegas outright, which is crazy. I just booked a flight to Vegas. Said the to woman Vegas who just who's been looking for the yeah. past two weeks, and I refused to book it. You booked I, yours? I did, and I and Ugh. I before I did research for this show, and I didn't know about skip lagged. So you go use it. Um, so that's a good one for when you're planning. Um. If you are on an unintended layover, if you're stuck somewhere and you just need um, a, a hotel for a few hours and you're not a prostitute, you just need <laughs> to like shower or take a nap. You, you, know, you don't want to hang right. out in the airport, especially if you've got kids. Um, you go to dayuse.com and it'll find you hotels where you can book for just a few hours for a discounted rate. So that I could have used so many times yeah i would like to say my tip for people coming to new york is not to ever stay in any of the hotels near the airport near jfk oh, oh god no because i think people don't realize that they're used as homeless shelters yeah. in new york and it's really a horrible thing to find out because yeah. the and the hotel i don't know why it's legal for the hotels not to disclose this and you wouldn't expect it like i stay in the orlando airport hotel it's only here the it's time. only here it is Horrible, and if you are traveling with your family, it is a really yeah. bad way to find that out. Is you yep. enter and you're like, "What is going on?" No, that's that's so. Terrible. That's my tip to you, people visiting New York: <laughs> don't stay in those hotels. Um, also, if you're traveling around and you need Wi-Fi and you don't just want to go to Starbucks, Cafe Wi-Fi will tell you which restaurants have Wi-Fi, so that you can oh, like, that's cool. you know, go somewhere else than than Starbucks. Well, Starbucks got rid of all their seating because they don't want you sitting yeah. there and using their seating anyway. Well, there you go. 
Um, and you can have a real meal instead of a little Starbucks expensive snack. Um, cool Cousin is where you get recommendations off of the tourist beaten path. It's like recommendations by locals, cool and emerging stuff that you know, you're not going to be in line behind 20 other people trying to Instagram the same thing. Right. So Cool Cousin is very nice. And my last app, um, it's called Air Help. And if you get delayed, if you get, um, if your flight gets canceled, if things happen where maybe you're supposed to get a reimbursement, but you don't know and you don't know how, and it's big, you know, it's always trouble to try to claim those things and battle the airline, they will do it for you. They will take 25% of whatever they get for you. But I don't even care. They can take it because you don't have to deal with it. They right. will deal with the whole thing. Oh, that's thing. cool. And also, so many people don't do it because yeah. they don't have the time well, or the energy. Well, count on. Yeah. So, yeah. so this yeah. this costs you nothing unless they get it for you. So, do it. That's cool. I like Hopper. So when we were going to Japan, so, you know, Kayak has where you can watch the flights. Google has where you can watch your flights and see if the price is going up or down. Hopper is an app on your phone, and you can turn on notification. So in real time, if your Ooh. flight goes down or your just destination, like right now I'm tracking going to L.A., um, it you'll get a notification. You can, you, know, you can say you want a notification. It's not going to do it automatically. But in that moment, and you can say, I only want nonstop, you can, which I also like because a lot of times they'll start sending you fair deals, and you're like, right. well, I that's don't. That's cheap, but I have to stop twice. Yeah, I have to stop twice, or that's at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Um, it is so effective and it's always right i have to say like it has saved me and it's really good at telling you this is it like if you don't buy now um you're gonna miss out or it'll say "Eh, historically like this really has like why don't you wait and it'll show you a fair calendar almost of historically where the fair has gone up until every day before your trip like every week i've used that for so it's funny i just got my notification today because i am tracking vegas flights and right now it's about (laughs) $1,850 $1,850 to go nonstop crazy. to Vegas. Which, yeah. What did I pay last year? $300? Well, I mean, we, it's we, crazy. We, we booked crazy early last yeah. year. I think I paid like $371. Right. Yeah. This year I paid about $800. Um, and nonstop? I actually. Uh, nonstop both ways. And I actually, I ended up booking for an extra day because it was cheaper to fly back on Sunday and pay for the, the hotel, hotel for another night yeah. than to fly back on Saturday with everybody yeah. else. Well, Hopper, so Hopper keeps telling me this fare dropped, but your nonstop is still outrageous. Right. And so it keeps telling me to wait. I hope yeah. it's right. It's oh. usually right. I would say that, <laughs> I mean, in my experience, the Vegas flight drops in August. Um, but that's just my historical experience. Um, so... I love Hopper. That's my big one. I actually, and TripIt, which we've talked about mm-hmm. before, um, has been less effective for me, I feel really? like, with the seat. You know what? TripIt, I think, is great if you're flying just one of you. Mm. As soon as you're a group and you're trying to look for open seats, it's just not as good. Um, the one way TripIt has helped me is once, and I think it was a trip to Vegas, I was put in a middle seat. Yeah. And the flight was packed and I they have this middle seat notification where you say okay you know if a seat opens up because you know people are always moving seats and changing until flight time if a seat opens up notify me and you can even say like okay I didn't want to pay for economy plus so only between rows 20 and 35 Hmm. right so it doesn't tell you first class opened up and it told me and I logged in and I was able to move my seat that's why I think it's good when you're a single traveler yeah but as soon as you're more than one 
it's really bad. Speaking <laughs> of it's single, hard to get though. It's hard to move if you're more than one person. Speaking of single travelers and multi travelers, I shared something on Facebook. I need to find the article and we'll we'll link to it a couple of weeks ago, um, where they were talking about how much more you often pay if you're booking for say your family of five yes rather than if you're just if you're just booking for a couple of people because you know all they're selling all of the seats at different prices on the plane so the person next to you could have paid half as much as you could have paid twice as much as you and there are only so many low cost seats on the plane so if you're searching for two people you might pay you know $120 per ticket and if you're searching for five people it might jump up to $150 per ticket. Right. So the recommendation is to search in smaller chunks. I mean, the risk is you won't all get on the same flight, but you've got 24 hours to cancel. So right. so you, you search in smaller chunks so that the maximum number of people in your party can get that lower fare, and then the other people are So I'll tell higher. you when that doesn't work, because I had this happen. If your kids are under 16, mm-hmm. they will then be an unaccompanied minor. No, you have to like match, match each yes. kid with an adult. <laughs> you have to do two and two. You have to <laughs> split it that way because we actually had that happen to Japan because I like bought two tickets and used oh, miles no. for tickets whatever so we had to go in and link the reservations but I couldn't check in my children online uh, we had and even at the kiosk at the airport a representative had to come over and say yes there's an adult with them like put it in the oh thing and swipe her card and so like, so there you go so, so if you do this then always always search one adult and one child yes. and then one adult and two children so that the children are always with an adult yeah children need to be with an adult or they're going to charge 150 unaccompanied minor charge uh. which is not good that's the worst. Um, anyway, those are our tips. My only other thing is my super low-tech thing, which is packing cubes. I <laughs> love my packing cubes. I packing cube everything, even when I just do a roll-on carry-on bag, because when you get to the hotel, you just lift your packing cube out and mm-hmm. put it in the drawer, and you don't have to sit there doing all of your, you know, sorting through your stuff. Um, and I think especially if you're going to many hotels, if mm-hmm. you're doing a trip with many locations, packing cubes are just the way to go. It keeps yep. everything contained. You're in and out of hotels so easily. Your suitcase, suitcase stays all nice and neat. Um, and then in the end, if you have like a dirty laundry bag, like your packing cubes just go into each other and then you just have your stupid mm-hmm. dirty laundry bag. Um, anyway, that's my tip. I love them packing cubes. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. All right. We will be right back with our bites of the week. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. We are back with our Bites of the Week. Amy, you are first. Okay, so Game of Thrones fans, <laughs> it's starting in just a few days. I'm so excited because it seems like every other show that I watch is not on right now, so I'm just really waiting for Game of Thrones. And there is a Game of Thrones chatbot. If you just Google Game of Thrones chatbot, it'll give you a prompt to open it in Messenger. It works in, in Facebook Messenger. And you can just talk to this chatbot and ask it questions about the show, and it will give you answers and give you information and help refresh you on all of the relationships, which are impossible to keep track of. And it's just really cool to sit there and ask it questions. And it's kind of funny. Like, the chatbot has an attitude. So, yeah. Check it out. It's a lot of fun. That's so funny. All right, Andrea. All right. Here's a gadget. Because <laughs> we're talking gadgets. So a lot of people tell me, or actually I was with them, family, and uh, someone kept complaining, oh, I can't take any more pictures. My phone is full. My storage Ugh. is full. Because, you know, when you only have a 16 gigabyte phone, it fills up with apps and music and everything. And 
you know, there's so many little devices that you have to remember to get your pictures off. I mean, there's SanDisk's device that I really like. But you have to plug it in and move your pictures onto it. So there's a gadget uh, called Meme, M-E-E-M. And it's a charger. And basically, every time you get home and you plug your phone into the charger, the charger cable automatically backs up all your phones, all, all your wow. um photos, all your videos onto this charging device. So the device itself comes in different storage capacities. So you can get, you know, 16, 64, 128 gigs, um, starts at $59.99. And so you always are backing up your pictures. So when you're out, you know, and you're on your vacation and you want to take more pictures and you're like, oh, I forgot to do this. Don't worry, you did. You have backed up your photos. You can delete them all from your phone. Excellent. That's cool. Um, so I am, this was a NPR post from last year, but they reposted it with the book that it's based on. And the book is called Becoming Brilliant, What Science Tells Us About Raising Successful Children. And I mean, of course, like the clickbait headline for the article was like, a plan for raising brilliant kids, according to science. But the book, one of the co-authors is Kathy Pasek, who is the mom of Benji Pasek, who is the Oscar and Tony Award winning writer, composer for La La Land and Dear Evan Hansen. And also U of M grad. Yay. <laughs> um, so, but it is an incredible, there's a, it did a follow-up article about it, but the book is really, really interesting um, because it breaks down scientifically what parents can do um, and they say brilliant children, but what they really mean are self-sufficient, creative, flexible thinking children, which is what we need, right? Because we don't know what the jobs of the future are. But you, so you need skills that are just going to allow you to do a whole bunch of things because who knows what they'll be. Um, but it was really interesting because they said, like, we're we're reading this. They wrote the book because we are in such a score-driven world right now like scoring the top of this and scoring the top of this and they were finding that kids who score at the top of things aren't necessarily finding great jobs and aren't necessarily succeeding in life or being a great person and so they wrote this book on sort of what parents can do how they can talk to their kids how they can interact with their kids that's not this most onerous like oh your whole life revolves around your kid thing but just very simple ways to sort of deflect questions rather than answer them right out and all these it's just really interesting it's a great article it's a really good book it's probably a great um baby gift for a first time <laughs> parent or a shower <laughs> yeah, gift yeah i wouldn't give Just it when the kids are, are any older because then it's almost like a you're commentary done, right? on then the you're parenting. like i'm screwed um although it might be a good book for when people's kids start to enter the teenage years because those questions never stop um, and getting your we've seen it with parents who step in and take care of everything for their mm -hmm. older kids from um, finishing their term papers, proofreading and editing mm -hmm. everything, being on top of them about handing in everything, especially now with grades online, like always being on top of their kids rather than letting their kids do things, um, applying for college for their kids, basically like doing filling out their essays or or hiring other people to do all those things for their kids, which is the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just taking you out of the equation, but you're essentially doing the same thing. So I don't know. The book sounds really great. I haven't read the whole book, but um, the interview with them we'll link to because it's a great interview with the two authors who are both moms of successful kids in very different areas. 
Um, it's just cool. It's a cool read. So that is my bite of the week. Thanks, Andrea, for being with us. Thanks, guys. Via Skype, since you'll never be in the city again, since they've officially <laughs> named it the Summer of Hell. Like, Oh, my God. Well, today was day one. Yeah. And, but they officially uh, named it that. Like, it's not even uh, like, haha, that's what people are calling it. It was somehow is like the official state name yeah, for what this is. Because it, it's, there's all this construction going on at Penn Station. How long is it going on? All it's, the summer. They're literally closing one of the tubes that the trains go into. It's yeah. all summer. So it's funny. It's all the talk out here in New Jersey. Of course. So on the other side of the Hudson. So for me, my train will still go into Penn Station, but there's just no telling when it will get there huh. um, because they're, they, they have this major slowdown and track work and tubes closed. A lot of people, one town over from me, the train that they usually take is now being diverted to Hoboken. Mm, all right. So those so. people are going to have to go from Hoboken. So yeah, I'll well, be on Skype a lot, you guys. Yeah, thank goodness local for Skype. problems. She'll be on Skype. <laughs> yeah. Amy, thanks for making it in, even though the subways aren't so hot either anymore. Um, and that's our show for today. You can find us on iTunes, Parenting Bites, rate, review, subscribe. Everything we talked about today, we'll put on Facebook.com slash Parenting Bites or on ParentingBites.com. That's a lot of links. This is a link-heavy <laughs> episode. We'll have links to everything. Ooh, and it's Prime Day. Oh, well, yeah. This is going, we are Thursday, so we're two days past Prime Day. But you know what? Those deals, like, linger. We're going to have links to everything, but... We'll see what's still hot and ready on the... Well, a lot of other companies put links out around Prime Day also. Yeah. Like, things that we've taught, like, Nick's Play has has something going... Be, they're calling it a Prime Day deal, even though it's not on Amazon, and it's right. before and after. So, like, it, there's just a lot of stuff on sale Isn't it right crazy now. that Amazon started its own holiday that basically yeah. rivals Black Friday? Yeah. Like, it's Prime Day. Like, it's their In own... In the middle of summer. I <laughs> have alerts set. Like oh starting at seven o'clock tonight. Yeah, like it's, <laughs> all right. It's that's crazy. a whole other thing. Uh, you can find us on also find us on play.it where you can find Parenting Bites and all the CBS podcasts. Until next week, happy parenting.